Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the WBBL Review. Thank you for joining us, great to have you with us and if you don't know me, I am Mark and today we have got a very special guest on the episode. We've got Oakland's Wolves, Australian superstar Cassidy Gould and we have got our usual format. We make sure we catch up on her basketball journey. We have a chat about time like uh, her time with Oakland's now and we also have got the quick fire questions and the fan questions so it's not to be missed great story again from Cassidy um let's waste no more time let's get Cassidy on the show now hey welcome to episode 12 how are you doing Cassidy good thanks how are you yeah yeah I'm all good thank you very much for for coming on um how, how have you found the first few weeks a month in in Oakland's um, yeah, it's been awesome. Definitely really exciting, um, different, new environment. But um, yeah, I've loved it and um, I'm excited for what's ahead. So on the episodes, we like to kind of go back to the very beginning and talk about your early basketball journey and then work our way through. And then we've also got some quick fire questions at the end as well, just to, again, get to know you a bit better. So let's start with where were you born? Um, I was born in Melbourne, Australia. Okay, tell us something good about Melbourne then when you were growing up. What what was oh, good about it? I um I was lucky enough to live um and still do right near the beach. Um and it's not like a surfer beach, but it's like a nice calm beach and um yeah, it was always really nice to just have that so close and being able to, you know, walk there or we had a pool and like the weather was pretty nice in the summer. So um yeah, just that and having all my family in one place has always been pretty awesome. So you mentioned the weather there, a bit different to the UK in winter. Yeah, yeah, big difference. <laughs> I'm used to, like, Melbourne compared to other cities in Australia. Like, we get pretty cold, but not, like, it's. I've already surpassed my, <laughs> as cold <laughs> as I've been before. And the getting dark so quickly, mm-hmm. that, like, early in the day, that has definitely been a bit of a culture shock. But, um, you know, you got to make the most of it, so... Yeah, it's about four right. o'clock now, isn't it? Four <laughs> o'clock, they're just completely dying. Crazy. <laughs> uh, when did basketball become a thing for you then? Um, Pretty early on. I think it was, uh, from what I remember, the first kind of sport I played. Like, we always swam. It was like swim, We did swimming just because we were close to the beach. And, um, yeah, mum always wanted us to have that on our side. And then we kind of got to choose a sport. And I think I chose basketball. I don't know the exact story. Obviously, I was a bit too young, but... Yeah, I remember I played like under eights just for like a rec league um, club. And yeah, from there I started playing yeah, a few more and then eventually into like uh, what we call rep at home um, and then like state stuff. And yeah, kind of just kept playing and seeing where basketball could take me. Did you have anyone in your family that was basketball oriented or was it kind of a new thing for your family? Um, It was interesting because my family... So my dad played Aussie rules, like Australian football. Mm-hmm. And my mum did a bit of everything. She did play basketball, but she was a netballer. And when they like started to um, push for women's basketball in Melbourne and stuff, she kind of got poached from netball to like start. So she was like a netball playing basketball, but she was still pretty good. And um, yeah, and then my family has, yeah, always done sports, a bunch of different ones, but always been involved in um, something where pretty competitive. So <laughs> got to keep that straight. 
So you mentioned obviously basketball was kind of your fit. Did did you play other sports or as well? Like obviously swimming. Did was there any other sport that you kind of thought, oh yeah, I'll give that a try? Um yeah. So like growing up, I outside of school, I play. Yeah, I swam. Uh, my sister was a really really good swimmer, so I kind of followed in her footsteps. But then also had my basketball on the side. But when I went to high school, um, we had a bunch of sports available that I hadn't tried before. So every, like, we did split into terms our school year, so, like, half a semester. And I think in a year I would play in, like, 10 different teams. Like, I played water polo has now become, like, if I didn't play basketball, I would love to play water polo. That's just a game that um, I absolutely love and probably from my swimming background, but that I played field hockey I played cricket I ran cross country that was one of my favorites um swam obviously I tried volleyball one season but I, was, I just wasn't good at it I wasn't that good at netball either and they always clashed the basketball but yeah I was always ready to try anything new and um test my skills but yeah no love playing just about anything and growing up what what were your interests outside of sport um, was there anything like musical instruments? What kind of, did you have any hobbies that you used to do? Um, so I definitely come from like we are a sporty family, but we're also um my brother and sister, and my mom are very musically orientated. So I kind of always had music and dance kind of in my life. I wasn't like super super interested into it, but you kind of just like yeah. blend into that kind of stuff. So that was always a different part of it. I loved um. Yeah, in terms of hobbies for me, it was just like playing other sports oh, and like, or like with friends and that kind of stuff. And that was how um, I kind of connected with people. That was kind of my social time was trying different sports or going to kick the footy down the street or, um, yeah, I can't, I can't really remember. I like wasn't a big reader, but um, yeah, I was kind of one of those kids that would try my hand at anything, whatever you threw in front of me, I'd, I'd give it a go. I'd get mad if I wasn't good at it, but <laughs> I'd give it a go. <laughs> did you enjoy watching sports when you were younger or did you just want to play? Because I know my Eva, she's nine. Like, I, I, she much prefers, obviously, playing. And I'm like, oh, like, come on, we're going. She plays netball as well as basketball. And I said yeah. during the Commonwealth Games recently, I said, oh, it's in Birmingham. Do you want it? Like, I'll take you down to see some netball. And she was like, no, nah, I, I prefer to play. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah did you no, enjoy I can, watching I can definitely relate to her because I um although like my parents were absolutely awesome growing up and like took me to a few like WNBL games and um when a show would play and those kind of things but even now I definitely like everyone's always like what what team do you go NBA team WNBA team and like I'll watch I'll watch it with when I'm like with people or mm-hmm. hanging out like as a social kind of thing but um yeah I've never really watched it either I think I just get same thing I get too eager and just want to be out there and so it's just like it's not as enjoyable as it is for maybe other people but I don't mind watching it now but yeah growing up I couldn't I couldn't sit still and watch a game I'd have to be like I was that kid at the stadium that was meant to be watching but like dribbling up and down in the corridors and stuff <laughs> see for us who can't play we've got to watch so I mean that, that I've, I've got to be yeah. enjoying <laughs> So, obviously, basketball from an early age, when did it become a more serious thing for you? Um, I think probably when I made my first, like, state representative team. So, like, obviously, in Australia, like, we have um, 
estate teams, which then you go to national championships and then like all the people from um, around Australia play against each other. And I think that the first kind of time I made one of those teams, like I just wanted to try it. I made a team that I kind of was like, oh, like I knew I already loved it, but like that I wanted to kind of really give it a go. And like obviously I was playing a few other sports at the time. So I kind of ended up, um, that was what I was best at and like pouring my energy into it. So yeah, it was probably around 12 or 13 that I like really decided like, yeah, I love this and I want to, yeah, keep like anytime I wasn't doing school or hanging out with friends, I was playing basketball and I loved it. So yeah, kind of just happened. And so how did it progress from there then from 12, 13, again, and getting picked for stage? How did it progress? Yeah, so I, um, like most girls in Australia, you play for like your domestic team and then a representative team and then your state team. And um, yes, I was I was lucky enough to be um, selected in a couple of teams, like sixteens, eighteens, kind of thing. And then I um, I made one Australian team. It was a qualifying team, not a world champs team. But we went to Oceania's, which is like where Australia, all the countries within Oceania, which is like Australia, New Zealand, and um, like a bunch of islands and um, teams in that kind of region. And that was actually when I first met Grace because um, Grace George, because I played with her on that team because she was from a different state. Um, yes, yeah, so that was an amazing opportunity to wear the green and gold, even though it was for a short time. I took like every every minute I was out there playing. I um, yeah, definitely tried to make the most of it. And then from there, I a few more state teams, and you do like um, different like academies and all that kind of stuff, like girls do here as well. Like you're always have your eggs in a bunch of different baskets trying to improve and work on your skills. And then, yeah, it was, I, I was a development player for Melbourne Boomers, which is a WNBL team um, for a couple of years when, which was a really good experience. And when I was like 16, 17, I don't know, my timeline kind of blends in my head, but then, yeah, I decided that um, I wanted to go over and play in the States and get a scholarship. Um, to play basketball to further my education while also um yeah playing sport at the highest level I could at that time and um yeah so then I was very fortunate to get a scholarship to Davidson College which is in North Carolina and yeah I spent the last four the four years there um getting my degree and playing basketball and making some amazing life um long friends like whether that be players teachers like coaches like it was just an awesome experience and then yeah and then I'm here that's in the short version <laughs> how does the, the for you how did the recruitment for Davidson work then was was that the only college that you were looking at or with the options for you how, how did that all work um yeah so for me I was uh, kind of like there's those girls there's a lot of girls growing up that like that's they know that's what they want to do and they want to go to the states I always left the option open but wasn't really thinking about it until like late in the recruitment period um and I was lucky enough to a coach had like mentioned my name to the coaches at Davidson who were originally at a different school and so they started talking to me there and then once I like made it known that I wanted to kind of go to college and there was like a few schools here and there but I I didn't really throw myself into the recruitment process because it was kind of something I that kind of came out of the blue and then um yeah, I got to visit Davidson um, and kind of just fell in love with the place and the 
and it's like cliche like all Davidson students know it's cliche to say but like the community there is like beyond it's like a very it's a small town and like um everyone in the town comes to games and it's a really small school so you walk around and you know everyone that's around and yeah so I kind of just yeah fell in love with the place and I was like hey like if I don't like it I can come back there's always that option but I can never you know I mean in a year later I can't decide oh I'm gonna go to college like that option wouldn't be open so yeah I gave it a crack and I was one of the fortunate ones that came out and yeah absolutely loved it you talk about the community of Davidson then I mean I guess you need something when you go on to a foreign country at, at a young age I guess you need that community around you how did you find the kind of the leap to to move up abroad yeah so I um I had lived out of home but uh before mm-hmm. um just in like a school program we had where you like lived away for a couple months so um as a part of my higher education uh, secondary education um so yeah I was already lucky enough to have that experience and like that confidence that I could um kind of live independently um it was scary um at the time I didn't like admit that I was like I was like the tough one I was like oh no I'll I'll be fine you know all that stuff but I definitely did the first year or two like really did experience some homesickness and um I don't think without the people that were around me at Davidson like you said like you have to to be able to move at 18 completely move your life over and it's not just like to the country next door it's like actually on the other side of the globe so um yeah I had like a host family in Davidson that like took care of me for the four years I had like grandparents that they call them like grandfriends and they Mm -hmm. still talk to them like every couple weeks and um the coaches were amazing had yeah just an amazing group of people and yeah so supportive like another little family away from home so yeah I can't thank them enough like that I probably would have yeah not survived all four years if it wasn't for them let's fast forward then to to now how how did Auckland's come around um yeah so it was kind of a bit of a different opportunity that kind of popped up I wasn't really sure what I was doing um came off an injury in the back of my college career and so kind of um yeah it was rehabbing over that and then yeah kind of decide what I wanted to do I knew I wanted to go play pro I wanted to go play um I wanted to start off playing overseas and I after going to Davidson and having that experience like I absolutely like I I absolutely love Melbourne and I love being home but I also love the challenge and um thrive in change in like new environments and that so I really wanted to push myself and see if I would like playing pro so um yeah when this opportunity kind of popped up and the way that the team is structured and the program and um, how we're really uh, academy focused. And um, yeah, I've always loved a big part of the way I play basketball is um, all about um, culture and uh, being the best teammate I can possibly be. Like that's kind of what comes first for me for my list of priorities. And um, yeah, the chance to kind of come in and, build what has already been such a good culture and kind of grow it forward and yeah really kind of give back to like these amazing young girls that are playing basketball that the young they're only a couple of years younger than me but the, the experience <laughs> and like the mentors that I've had throughout my career in every different team I've played for to be able to kind of um not only just like mentor some of the younger players but like be by them their side on the court like I'm not just an assistant coach, I'm not there, so I'm not like I'm on the court with them and 
yeah, and obviously having a couple of other Aussies with me has definitely been awesome and made the transition a little easier. But yeah, I it's I'm super excited for what we can do this season. Yeah, yeah, the Australian invasion with Grace and Georgia. <laughs> That's us. And. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was it like coming into that team then? Obviously, the first few weeks of the season, Auckland's were were kind of handed some heavy defeats, 60, 70 points defeats. What was it like coming into that group? And how was like the, the morale of the team when, when you arrived? Um, yeah, it's interesting because obviously um coming in, you I only I'd obviously spoken to the coaches, but I'd only you only see the team on paper, right? And they, like you said, they had, um, they did have some tough tests first, like a, yeah. kind of the top three teams, like we're yeah. to them right away. And um, it really definitely gave the girls a chance to, yeah, kind of prove what they could do this season and where they could, what role they could fill once um, us like pros came in. But to be honest, when I showed up, I was expecting, I don't know what I was expecting, but definitely I thought that, the morale would be a little bit lower or they'd be it'd be a bit chaotic and that kind of stuff. And like as much as it is tough to be handed those kind of wins at the start, they were I've never seen a team just like come together and like was so excited for us to obviously for us to show up and be there and to kind of have help them out a little kind of thing. But they yeah, they were it was like it riled them up. They were ready to go and they as much as it hard it is hard to lose by that much. They um yeah, they definitely chose to see the positive side of it, which, um, yeah, really made me happy to be coming into that kind of environment rather than, a, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't really know how to describe it, but I, th- I hope that makes sense. <laughs> so for yourself, an averaging 23 points a game so far, what what's it like coming in and making such an impact, like, straight away? Um, it's interesting um, because... I think the type of player or the role that I've kind of played in a lot of my teams in the past has been like, I've, I think I've always been a capable scorer, but that has, I've yeah, really enjoyed being like, I kind of transitioned to a point guard last year and being a facilitator, but also a scoring option. And I think that coming in and like just being able to have, like to score and really just like kind of play a little bit more freely um, just because of the team makeup that we're in. And like, if we kind of don't do that, like it's hard to win games. And so I, yeah, I kind of just took the opportunity. I came in thinking that I just had to give, not even just give my all, but just like let myself just be the player that I like naturally can be. And which I've struggled with in the past and like, a lot of people have tried to like bring it out with bring it out of me, but I think like being in this kind of environment kind of forces me. Like I have to take a few more shots that I'd usually take than I'd usually take. But um I'm definitely growing as a player and a person just because of that kind of environment. And although I like do love the different roles I've played in teams, it's yeah, it's exciting to kind of um yeah, see where I can take myself or like play and thrive in this kind of different environment. Like me, I don't prefer it either of them in different ways but yeah I don't know it's it's a kind of a weird weird thing to just happen but no yeah. I've really really enjoyed it so two wins on the bounce now uh momentum's starting to go like let's talk about that match at the weekend just gone 
Um, Cardiff mm-hmm. had a pretty good start of the season, uh, winning, winning four of their first four games, I think it was. Uh, talk us through that matchup. Um, yeah, so I think coming into a lot of these games, obviously, like you mentioned before, um, having lost those games early on in the season before we got here, I think a lot of teams kind of, I don't even teams, just people counted Oakland's out, regardless of like, which is hard not to when you see the, the scores and stuff, but kind of just had in the back of the mind that that was just another t- kind of rollover team. But um, yeah, so we know coming into every game that we're not, we're not like, we're not okay with losing and like we want to win. We're not just there to compete, but we're there to, yeah, win if we can. We know we can. And I think coming into this matchup, it was just another team that we, we wanted to go and get a win from and we respected them. They're a great team. And you saw at the end, like we were up, we got a lead by, I don't even know, just after halftime or whatever, we had a pretty decent lead, but they never went away and they like kept coming back. They're a hard team. They have some like really talented players, but um, I think it was the first time that I've really, like we obviously had that game the weekend before, which was kind of an ugly game, but we just kind of fought it out. But this, it showed, I don't know, I just, everyone came together. It was like a really united win in that, like, even though they came back into it, we just kept going at it and our bench was insane. The team was just like, like, it was one of those games where the energy is just like, no matter, they they got some momentum, but we just kept saying to each other, like, let's get the momentum back. We're fine. Like, we're good. Just, like, keep rolling at it. And, yeah, having those young girls a couple of young players on the court with you that they just like soak up all the energy and like if we can set it and they can come into it like some of them like will look at me sometimes when I'm down after mission a shot and be like come on get up like we're good mm-hmm. we're good we're good and just like having that energy around us I think like yeah it was just awesome to kind of get that type of win like a good team win that like we had to fight for like they came back we didn't do everything right but um yeah so yeah, I'm just excited to see like what we can, um, yeah, do in the future because there's I don't think the yeah I just think we if we keep rolling with this like obviously you have to keep chasing. Um, Jordora says you have to keep chasing winning. It's not going to just be handed to you, and especially not not here. So um, yeah, just need a certain someone to keep hit, hitting buzzer beater game winners. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> Uh, looking ahead, then Newcastle next up a trip to the northeast. Uh, looking mm-hmm. forward to it. Yeah, I know. I'm really excited. Obviously, never been there before. Um, yeah, don't know too much about the team, but um, yeah, I'm expecting like what we expect every get every team in this league to come and give it their all and really show it. We know we're going to have to um, show it with our best and both skills on the court and also just energy and um, grit and fight and heart and so yeah I'm just excited to go out there have another chance to go out and play with those girls and yeah get us another win hopefully yeah you'll have, you'll have to talk to Georgia because obviously a couple of years ago she had a spell at Newcastle so she'll have an in mm-hmm. she'll, she'll know the players and yeah <laughs> hopefully uh, so I've got some questions uh, from, from just social media uh, what is the best thing about playing for Auckland's Sorry, can you repeat that? What is what is the best thing about playing for Auckland's so far? Oh, um, there's a lot of things. I think for me, uh, the 
because of the makeup, like I was saying before, because of the makeup of our group, um, I think the opportunity to not only learn from them, but also like collectively, uh, let me see how I can wear this, like to not only um, share the experience that I've had, but also like learn off like Georgia and Grace. And we've all have very different basketball pathways and journeys. So coming into a space where we get to, um, kind of have a stronger voice in the team, but then also, um, yeah, just celebrate to be in a team where like you celebrate, like these girls are trying so hard and like just absolutely love it and want to do the best for you. Just like being able to celebrate them and yeah, play for, I always love playing for an underdog that has been most of the teams I've ever played for have been underdog teams. And so, yeah, just kind of being able to defy people's expectations. Yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, have you been to the UK before? Um, I've stopped over in like okay. Heathrow, but I have never, no, never been to the UK before. So what are the tourist things you want to do when you're across in the UK? Oh, um, everything. I'm a, I'm a big adventurer and we'll just go see new places. And I love going to... Um, I'm a big market, like I like to go to markets. I'm really excited for like the London Christmas markets and nice. um, yeah, all kind of those different things. And also just the ease of being able to travel to other countries and stuff. Like obviously coming from Australia, like we have New Zealand next to us, but like you kind of can't just pop over to a different country. So mm-hmm. that, that's pretty cool. And I'm excited for that. Okay. We'll move on to the quick fire questions then. Um, just nice and okay. nice and quick possibly i'm terrible um, i'm terrible but <laughs> we'll start with um what is your favorite netflix series or, or tv series at the moment oh that is so hard um <laughs> I, don't watch, I, watch, I watch a bit of tv with um people but um i haven't watched anything lately i can't think of the last thing i watched um let's just say better call soul that's okay. the last thing i watched ages ago but yeah um, do you prefer tea or coffee? Oh, I like both, but I'm a big coffee snob. It's like can't function mm. without a coffee in the morning. Yeah, yeah, not only that, but like a, just a good, a good coffee, a good coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your favorite jersey number and why? Um, so actually, start behind this one. I so I've played with fourteen pretty much my whole life, which has been my favorite jersey number, but. Um, I've always dreamed of my dad played when he played football, he wore number 32 and that was the first ever basketball Jersey I wore like when I was six or something. And, um, yeah. And when I got the opportunity, when I went to college, that number wasn't available. And so someone else had it. And so then when I got here and I got asked what number I asked if it was available and it was, and so I didn't tell my dad, I didn't tell any of my family. They thought I was just going to wear 14. And so the game on the weekend was actually pretty awesome because it was the first time and it was live streamed that they were able to watch me and be back wearing um the family number so i have to say 32 just because uh, what is your favorite disney film oh that's a good question um ah uh, um, it's what the people want to know <laughs> <laughs> oh i love i don't even know what Lion King, Lion King, or like recently, like in Canto, I love that. 
loves it. I t- my yeah, my family's quite musical and I'll love anything you can sing along to, not gonna lie. I, I enjoyed Encanto. That was a good one. Uh, okay, what annoys you? Um, not much, to be honest. It takes a lot to irritate me. Nice laid um, back. Yeah, like really cold weather might get to me, but we'll see. <laughs> You're we'll playing see. in England, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sometimes I forget. <laughs> uh, what is your game day routine? Ooh, um, always try and get a good sleep and then usually coffee in the mornings and then I like to eat like three, I'm like a eat three hours before a game or like two and a half hours in that window. Um, I usually eat pretty similar things and then I used to listen to music a lot, but um, yeah, I kind of, so I like to get out and not just like like do something in the morning. Like if it's an afternoon game, I like to get out, go for a walk, go to a cafe, do something to keep me occupied. I don't like to think too much about the game. Um, and then, yeah, definitely before the game, I like to get shots up. And yeah, but now I used to be like that superstitious, like, yeah, but I think I've grown into it a little bit and you can't always control <laughs> what game days look like, but yeah. Do you have a preferred time, like say an afternoon game or an evening game? Do you, do you have a, like a particular favorite time to play? Um, I do like I do like early afternoon games, like one, two, but and then at college, a couple of times we had eleven o'clock games, like oh. randomly for like it was like school kid games, and I loved playing eleven o'clock. I don't know why, but it's like a peak. <laughs> I mean, Saturday night at half seven in Newcastle. I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be right there after a long bus trip. <laughs> um. Oh, what is your favorite moment on court in your in your time? What is your favorite moment? Oh, like a whole career? Yeah, just something that you've loved, uh, part of basketball, or, or something that's happened, or anything really. Um. Not gonna lie, the weekend was pretty awesome. That was definitely something that just being a part like yeah it was only just like a chair like a league game but the when I turned around and saw this team running at me mm-hmm. it was just like it was absolutely awesome um but for me I think my whole career like thinking back um my senior day at, at college we um beat one of the like top teams in the league by um, but not much, but it was a home game and everyone was there. My family was able to be there. Um, yeah. And just like, that was kind of like a special basketball moment because we like weren't expected to win and we just came out and like, it was one of those really, really emotional games. So I think that's why it sticks with me. But yeah, we can definitely, that was definitely something. So you love being an underdog, weren't expected to win, won. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Uh, ooh, definitely. What is on like the top of your bucket list? Oh, that's a great question. I really want to skydive okay. randomly. Um, definitely that, but uh, um, yeah, just uh, kind of just travel things, I think, just like nice. different countries. Yeah. Pineapple on a pizza? Yes or no? Um, yes. Okay. You have to think about that one. 
<laughs> yeah, I feel like I don't usually eat it, but I'm not against it. I love pineapple, so you know why not eat whatever with whatever. I'm just, me. <laughs> uh, who is your favorite basketball player of all time? Um, I have to say, uh, Penny Taylor or Lauren Jackson, classic Australian basketball. Uh, what is your main strength as a basketball player? Um, I think. Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I definitely think my defense and like just my ability to communicate on the court. I think I definitely something I pride myself on. But um, yeah, just trying to be a good teammate. Yeah. So I've got I've got one question left before I ask that one. I just want to say thank you so much for your time. It's been fascinating getting to hear your story and getting to know you better. And kind of getting your thoughts on the start of the season. So appreciate your time. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Okay, last one. Can you finish this sentence? I love basketball because. Because it's a universal language and it brings people together. Amazing. Again, thank you so much and uh, good luck. And I'll, I'll see you on Saturday because I'm at the match. So I'll see you then. Oh, awesome. I'll see you then. Thank you so much. Bye. A huge thank you to Cassidy for her time today. I really appreciate it and it's been fascinating to get to know you in more detail. And good luck for the rest of the season. Thank you for coming on. Now, let's go with the latest news from around the league. So we start with London because they won their second game in the Euro Cup and doing amazing things in Europe. So congratulations to London. They also continued their domestic streak. I don't know how long it is now. Too long. It's too long. Come on, rest of the WBBL. Let's uh, let's uh, not let them wear those t-shirts anymore. Um, they beat Sheffield comfortably, 102 to 48. Ty Battle was the game MVP. We've got in the cup as well. Essex played Durham. And Essex came out 69-56, to winners to book their place in the semi-finals alongside London. Also in the Cup, Caledonia Gladiators and Seven Oaks Suns met again for the second time this season up in Scotland. This time though, Seven Oaks came out winners 64-67 and got their revenge for early on in the season. So that's three of the semi-finalists made up. And the last one came in the Nottingham versus Leicester game. And it was Leicester who booked their spot 53-80. to So there we go. There's our four semi-finalists of the WBBL Cup. Essex, Seven Oaks, Leicester and London. Okay, so one of those four teams will be lifting the trophy in January. And don't forget, you can enter the competition to win tickets for the WBBL, BBL, Cup, Trophy or Playoff Final. Head to our social medias on the pin post, you'll see. You've got to tag two friends, retweet, and you've got until next Monday the 21st to enter. So make sure you get that done. Great prize. You get to pick which one you go to, either Birmingham, Glasgow or London. Finals are always a great experience, so that is not to be missed. There was one more game in the league this week, 
and we've talked about it already with Cassidy, Auckland's Wolves against Cardiff and Auckland's 79-77 with Cassidy's buzzer beater game winner taking the, the 79 points to 77 win. Georgia Smith, 32 points, has also been voted Eva's Player of the Week in the Twitter poll. Um, so again, amazing performance from Auckland. Really starting to get a little bit of momentum now in the league. Let's see what happens on Saturday because they are travelling to the northeast to play Newcastle. Also next weekend, we've got Manchester against Durham. And we've got Nottingham against Essex. That is it. There are only three games for us on Saturday. Um, so not much, but quite spread out. Three o'clock, six o'clock, half seven. So you might be able to get most of those games on the live streams. Well, that's that's really it for us. It's a great story from Cassidy. Uh, can't wait to see how her season progresses with Auckland's averaging 23 points a game incredible numbers so far to come in hit the ground running straight away is uh, is, is brilliant so we'll see how far she can go this season make sure you hit that like button if you've enjoyed this interview make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any further content we've got loads coming up as normal I'll be at the Newcastle game on Saturday and then the couple of weeks after because the GB break is coming up and that's something I haven't talked about that GB squad a lot of WBBL talent in there six London players and a couple of Leicester players Erin Jones from Caledonia check it out if you haven't seen the squad list already that's very exciting and there's two games coming up soon so that'll be really good and we'll cover those on our pages so again make sure you hit our social medias up and we'll be able to keep you informed of all the goings on in the league a huge thank you to everyone who listens okay i really do appreciate your time and we get to know the players more detail and we'll see you next week for episode 13 thank you very much for joining us see you soon